Welcome to Saturday Nightmares, a strange sojourn into the world of the unknown and the unexpected. Tonight, terror results when a barber is overcome by a mysterious power in the psychotronic man. Then a romantic obsession leads to horror on the Alfred Hitchcock Hour. So get ready for some surprises as we begin tonight's Saturday Nightmares. <laughs> we did start is this the show <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> i guess so why not i'll keep it in I've, I've been recording the whole time it's just i i didn't officially start the show yet but all right let me oh. get the sound clips up here did you have to did you have to test it for volume or no or you, no, you I, pretty much got the levels figured yeah, out i have been testing the, that's pretty much why why it was recording so let me just pull up a couple things oh here. okay okay here gotcha. we go everyone, welcome back to Retro Retro Retro. I'm your host, Raven J. And we're welcoming back Ken. This is Ken. Oh, but um, since you live in Michigan, <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, Ken, I wanted to uh, play this really quick because you live in Michigan now, and I want to uh, share mm-hmm. with the audience this commercial that I remember from when I was like seven. They used to play it all the time. So enjoy. Okay. I am a land rich with history where every beautiful spot has its own special place in time. I am remembrances. I am mementos. I am what was and what will be. I am Michigan, and I am 150 years old. Come see how I've changed and how I haven't. This isn't it. Hold on, let me get a better one. That's that one's shitty. 
Let's try this one. <laughs> That's a weird commercial. I don't, I don't remember that commercial. Yeah, dude. Like when I was a kid, it, it was always on. And I just remember the jingles like, Yes, Michigan, oh. the feelings forever. Yeah, it's stupid. All right, here. Let me try this one. Before, when people thought of Michigan, what? Huh? What? I couldn't hear I you over. I pushing tourism so hard. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, my cousins lived up there, so that's the only reason I knew what Michigan was. Besides that commercial, I was like, oh, yeah, that's where my cousins are. Dude. <laughs> All right. Let me see. I thought of one thing, but in the past few years, something else has been built here, too. A collection of high-tech firms where thousands of people use advanced technology to produce some of the world's most advanced products. We think that says a lot about where Michigan's headed. Apparently, we're not the only ones. Fuck. <laughs> that was like, that was a weird commercial. It looked like it was... Uh... You know, that, that commercial is pretty ironic because, I don't know, I find a lot of retards up here in Michigan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel they're advanced or uh, very um, computer savvy, but that's just, maybe that's my limited uh, exposure to the Michiganders here in the west part of Michigan here near Grand Rapids. Hope you like crap. Yeah, let me see. Uh, I think this is it here. Yes. The perfect summer has a voice. If we listen close enough, we can hear it. What the fuck? It, one more walk along the shore. The pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan. No, no, no. Mich Charlie, let's try this one. Yes. Charlie, come I have golden memories resting in rustic splendor. And majestic moments waiting to be discovered. Freewheel. I have white-capped dreams and an amber playground tinted with joy, with pride, with wonder. I am vibrant tones of life drifting in the wind, lifting the spirit. Yes, Michigan, the yes, Michigan. Yes, Michigan. <laughs> oh dude that's so oh, that's some crazy stuff yeah and i don't know i just always think of that when i Come think on, about Charlie. you it's like, ken lives in michigan the feelings <laughs> i do i live in michigan um so uh, i guess i should oh man it's hard it's not biased here in michigan against the people i meet though <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we should mention what we're doing on the show tonight. So, we're all we're doing is reviewing three movies, and we've been planning the show for like two months now. We just keep not being able mm -hmm. to do it. And, man, dude, I, I'm on three hours of sleep tonight, but I am hyper right now, so... Oh, jeez. I'm a little stoned, and I'm about to crack... I, I had two cups of coffee, so I'm hyper, too. <laughs> what? Oh, we should play some... Um, Never well, mind. I'm glad we're doing this show because sometimes you just have to shit or get off the pot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I have and, a. And, oh, I'm not even on the pot. I should go smoke some. <laughs> well, yeah, do it. So, I have in my hand right now a twisted I know. tea. That might help. And I haven't drank a twisted tea and going. You have a what? A twisted tea. 
Have you ever had those? Oh, Twisted Tea. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've had those. They're all right. They're pretty good. Yeah, so I when we first started the show, me and uh, uh, Kid Frankenstein, we used to drink these and do, this, you know, do the show because it was like the newest product out there, and it was awesome. And uh, but then it turned into Rolling Rock, and then it turned into I don't really drink. But um, so tonight, I thought it was kind of a special occasion, so I got me a six pack of Twisted Tea, and I'm about to chug this bitch. Oh, you know what? I should I should bust open. Since so, since you've been promoting Michigan, there's there's a famous wine here in Michigan, put out by the Lila New Winery company that's up in north north michigan near lila new it's an area but they have fake what a, a wine called witch's brew that they're famous for hmm. i wonder if uh it's a red wine i wonder witch's if you get brew. any kind of special benefits if you actually are a witch and you work for that company okay anyway All so right. i didn't even think of that so that Michigan commercial reminds me. Of, I bet you do. <laughs> um, that that Michigan reminds commercial you what? reminds me of this commercial. There's a sound that's rumbling deep inside. Hunger from coast to coast. Hunger for peace and brotherhood. Hunger for food. It's pretty good. Hey Beavis, isn't there something we're supposed to do tonight? <laughs> ah. That's the sound of a country. Ah. Like, Watch TV. <laughs> I think we're supposed to like leave the house. Is there another monster truck show? Uh, no. I would have remembered that. <laughs> and an appetite for food that's pretty good. So go outside and make friends. Take them by the hand. Burger, Burger World, fast food, promise land. Burger World. The Burger World. Land. <laughs> That's it. Stop in today We're supposed to, like, go to work. <laughs> oh, Beavis, oh, Butthead, what will the world do with you? Did you ever watch Beavis and Butthead, Ken? Are you there? Yeah. Are you there? What's that? Yeah, Beavis and Butthead, I'm a big fan. <laughs> you know, I actually created you them. You know I watched Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I agree. I used to like. Uh, I remember when they like were making fun of all kinds of uh, you know music videos and stuff, and it was always fun to watch. I remember seeing the Danzig video, Mother, on yeah. Beavis and Butthead. They also had How the Gods Kill. Is it how? Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I actually like that. That's a pretty. <laughs> so um so tonight <laughs> we're reviewing three movies. Um the first one is The Vampire from 19 Yes we are. 1957. Uh The House That Dripped Blood yes. from 1971 and Bloodbath in the At the House of Death from 1984. And only two of these yep. have special place in my heart. The the one you suggested does not but I also want to mention something about that. And I want to also mention the show on YouTube called... New wait, wait, Ca which one did I suggest? The House of the Drip Blood. 
So I was like, hey, pick a movie. You're like, uh, let me go through my uh, my shitty movies on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought we were in vampire mode. Yeah, actually we are. So I didn't realize that until I actually watched it. I'm like, holy shit, there is a vampire. And that's one of the Doctor Who's, right? That was John Perwey, yeah, in that one. The third Doctor Who. And then that one voluptuous chick that's always in the Hammer movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a whole Hammer alumni in that movie. Mm, anyway. Yeah. I- Ingrid Pitt. Yeah, yeah. She's a hottie. Yes. She was in The Vampire Lovers. Ha, 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 other films. I had a feeling. I've heard her. There you go. Oh, movies! She gives you a, a special feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy Lord. Uh what am I looking at here? Um, <laughs> okay, so the vampire so, so we're gonna review the vampire first then? Yes. Um I want to make mention or second or whatever order. <laughs> yeah, we'll go chronological, but so the vampire from nineteen fifty seven. Um I found out about this movie through a documentary that I obsessed over and i still kind of obsessed over even this later late in my life it's this uh documentary called oh what documentary dracula the great undead or vincent vincent price's dracula do you notice i'm talking kind of funny tonight i kind of have this uh uh are you ah i don't know i feel like i am because i'm like I'm trying to uh, move my tongue in a certain way because, like, you, you have fangs, don't you? <laughs> kinda, yeah. That's what's going on fangs. my tongue right now. Like, in the back of my tooth, um, my wisdom tooth is like jagged. <laughs> so it's like it's like okay, poking my fucking bottom of my back of my tongue every time I talk. So it's like hurting me. Oh, so, <laughs> so I'm I'm in immense pain. So your pain. tongue's a little uh, sore. Like you got a sore spot on it. Yeah, kinda. I, it's just annoying. It's not so like I <laughs> that uh, actually leads me to um, this idea I had one time about doing this skit where uh, a guy goes into a doctor, and you know how like they always have that chart uh, like one to ten how bad you feel, and it has like that little like smiley face and it goes like it gradually gets grumpier. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Or sadder. You mean the the pain chart? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I had this idea of having um, instead of having those faces, it has different stages of Gary Busey. <laughs> it's like, where on the Busey chart do you feel today? He's like, oh, that, definitely that one with the eye all slanted. Yeah, I, I don't feel that good today. <laughs> I feel like a horse's ass. <laughs> all right, so um, but I found out about this movie yeah, from this documentary. And I'm going to play the little clip from it right here. And well, you can guess the rest. I've seen sick men before. I know about men. Perhaps the most unwilling vampire in film history was John Beale as Dr. Beecher in the 1957 movie simply entitled The Vampire. You told me yourself these pills were from vampire bats. Exactly, but Paul, that doesn't make you another Dracula. You found a strong suggestive influence there, that's all. You think so? It's my opinion, you need a complete rest. Well, you're wrong, Will. Look, Paul, people depend on you here. 
I don't want to see you destroy your life. It's a useful life, Paul. I don't want to see you destroy it over an hallucination like this. Oh, hallucination. But suppose it is. Look, suppose you confessed to that killing last night. Paul, you'll never be able to pick up your work here again. It's a small town, Paul. It, it's a small town. People Delving into the world of science fiction rather than straight horror, the vampire tells the story of a doctor who unintentionally takes vampire pills. Eleven? Yeah. That seems to be the hour. That's as long as I can go without the pills. Now, nonsense. All right, Paul, I'll keep you from taking the pills. Now, you can trust me. I'll stay with you until 11 o'clock. So I'm right. There is a killer. How do you do it? Well, it seems that this, uh, this maniac extracts a small amount of blood from his victim's throats. And then, because he carries the disease virus in his saliva, he transmits it to them. But for some reason, he remains immune himself. Oh, come on, Will. Help me. I gotta have I can't do it. I can't wait like this. Can't you see what's happening to me? I can't see any different except your state of mind. Now, try to bear it just a little longer. Oh, I can't. You gotta help me. Look, I'm gonna give you the sedative, Paul, in just a few minutes. I need it now. Please. Please. Oh, please. doomed to taking lives by night and saving them by day. Ah, the dramatic art. Having accidentally attained immortality, this pathetic character wants more than anything to die and to end his nightmare. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to, like, trail off there, but... um, So, seeing this part just watch this documentary over and over and not being able to see this movie until oh, no. way later. Um, I was also, I was always fascinated in um, actually seeing it or like I was always anxious to. And I remember um, back in 2005 ish, my friends had this little Dracula club called the Alucard society. Uh -huh. And one, I, one day I like this one. Plus. Yeah. I like it too. Um, for many reasons, um, I'll get to that too. But um, so my friend, one of my friends in that club, had that fifty movie pack uh, from Mill Creek, and I've always wanted to do a podcast about those Mill Creek sets because I really love those. I mean, you get fifty movies in like a pack. I mean, they're all shitty packaged, but I mean that's fifty movies. You know, like all these really awesome fucking movies. Like the first one is horror which had all the great ones like Night of the Living Dead, Carnival of Souls, oh, yeah. um, you name it. Planet Nine from mm -hmm. Outer Space. Um, so, but I thought, I thought it had oh, yeah. this on it. So I borrowed the disc from my friend, but the one I borrowed was a movie called Atomic Age Vampire, which I didn't really like at the time. Maybe if I go back and watch it, it might be okay, but it was definitely not this movie. So I was kind of upset and I just kind of, I always put it off in the back of my head. I never really remembered it until I watched a documentary again. So, but um, I there's so many movies I want to get to on the show. Um, one in particular is called um, All the Marbles, which is about wrestling. And so I figure we'll do a double feature that. And I like to hurt people, or yeah, I think it's called I hurt, I like to hurt people. And that movie's by Don Jackson, who we, did, we already did all the marbles. No, we haven't. Wait, did we? No, no, we haven't. I think we like um I think we were going to maybe. 
We just never yeah, did. Yeah, no, we did. Are you sure? I don't think so, man. Because I would have, I, I had a lot no, to say we, about it. We my- did. We, we watched all of them. Oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, you know, we watched it, but I, we may not have done the show on it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I, I would have remembered talking oh, about you it. Know, hmm. So now you got me wondering: was is it one of the shows we did and it didn't it didn't work out right or something? No, dude. I, trust me, I. I would remember if we talked about it because I have a lot to say about that. We had done a couple of shows where the audio didn't, didn't work out, and I wonder if that was one <laughs> God of God damn it, Ken. No, we didn't do it yet. We're going to. No, no, but I, I, I know we were because I watched it. Okay. I know. I, I think I probably <laughs> gave it to you. So, Anyway. <laughs> damn. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's argue about this a little longer. All right. Um, you know, the problem is I'm living in the future here. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, know, I was like, Fuck, I'm an hour man. ahead of you, so we may have already done that show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right. So, anyway, um, The Vampire, it starts off oh, my goodness. with this little dude um, going to deliver. You know, you know the cool. Oh, go ahead. Uh, this kid that's going to deliver something to a. Um, I don't know who the character is, but he finds him sick. So they go to go. Uh, he goes to the doctor, and the doctor goes to check him out, and the dude's dead. So, uh, and the doctor is uh, Doctor Beecher, as uh, Vincent Price said, um, and he has like this practice out of his house, which is kind of weird. And uh, from what we can gather, he's a widower. Um, he's he lives with yeah. there, there with his daughter, and he's got like a secretary. And um, should I play the trailer? I'll play the trailer really quick. I guess Scream Factory put it out on Blu-ray. Half human, half wild animal. Destroying beautiful women. Out to satisfy its unholy lust for blood. Attacks vanishes, leaving only the mark of the most terrifying human beast of prey. I've got men covering the whole town. If he sticks to his pattern, Someone will die tonight. The satanic forces of hell break loose as the vampire killer defies all. The satanic forces of hell. (laughs) Yes. Love it. (laughs) Man. All right, so let's read me. The Vampire is a 1957 American horror film produced by Arthur Gardner and Jules V. Levy. Directed by Paul Andres and starring John Beale and Colleen Gray. Its plot follows our San Francisco physician who inadvertently ingests pills laced with the blood of a vampire of vampire bats. Leading to him leading to him take on wait, leading him to take on vampiric satanic qualities. All right, 
Um, <laughs> so, uh, I don't want to spoil the whole movie because it's it's on YouTube, so everyone can check it out. And I definitely recommend checking it out. And I, I'll step ahead and I'll just say I I give it a five out of five because I, I I just love it. Like even <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? I really like this movie, The Vampire. This is like a pr- this is this is actually the best film that we've got going on tonight. I agree. I agree. So anyway, no, um, this is like, yeah, this is, this, and you know what's amazing? I don't know if you noticed who the writer was for this movie. No, I was, I was in the it's back a, of my head. It's a but, woman named Pat, Pat Fielder. Okay. And I think it's Fielder. Is it Felder? No, Fielder. I think it's her last Fielder. name. And she, um, that's a horrible last name. She, she wrote wink her, her first four films were horror and science fiction movies. And uh, it was this movie, The Vampire, she wrote. She also wrote The Return of Dracula, okay. another 1950s film. Not not as good as this one, but... <laughs> it, and then uh, she wrote The Monster That Challenged the World. Nice. Which it has a really cool monster in it. High five. And to... uh, she also wrote a science fiction movie called The Flame Barrier. Which later was turned into Howard the Duck. Okay. <laughs> crickets, crickets. <Was> it? <laughs> um, oh, I got. Oh, yeah, I forgot. You're in you, the future. You know Actually, the coolest thing she wrote, and then she she wrote like a ton of episodes of Beretta and The Rifleman and a bunch of TV shows. T.J. Hammer, uh, Fantasy Island, Jake and the, the Fat Man, and uh, who, who'd you say? T.J. Hooker. Banachek, she wrote for Banachek. No, uh, I don't think she wrote TJ. The Hunter, 70s Bob, the 70s and the 80s well, Bob Newhart show. Which she wrote one of one of my favorite movies from uh, the 80s, from 1984, is Goliath Awaits. Do you remember that? It was like a, <laughs> no. a TV movie. No, it, TV movie? It had Christopher Lee in it and uh, Frank Gorshin. Huh. Eddie Albert, a bunch of actors who were here. But what's it about? It was a pretty cool movie. Anyway, she wrote that. What's it about? It's it's about a bunch of people who who, who they, they they had a um their ship sunk and they still live on the ship and they, they found a way to like manufacture oxygen and and uh and grow plants and Dude, they, they just all you have to do the is they have their own society under the sea. <laughs> Under the sea. Dude, all you have to do is sniff. Dude, yeah. anytime someone farts, just go to their butt, inhale it, and you can breathe underwater, dude. It's crazy, but it works. <laughs> okay, so. Um, <laughs> they, um, so I want to play. It's really, it's a really cool movie. It's a. Yeah, that's cool. That I was going to say, um, I had a feeling you would know um, that kind of tidbit, or you would look it up or something, so. Thanks for adding that. I would have just like been fuck these people. I want to see the action. <laughs> no, this is what the writer's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, like I do um done a lot of cool that's something I want to get to also is like the relationship between the doctor and his daughter uh really made me sad because um mm-hmm. you could tell he was a good guy and probably doing his best and blah blah blah. And then just the situation that so so what happened is he accident 
And that's another thing too is um, it might have been her fault that he ingested those pills because they were there. Well, it, I guess ultimately it was his fault right. for having those pill, both those pills in his, you know, and then asking his daughter, "Hey, can you give me those pills?" Yeah, she's it, like, it, "Okay." In each, in each coat pocket. Yeah. <laughs> pick. Yeah. But don't make sure you pick the right ones because the other ones are poison to me. You're not sure which pills are in the pocket. Yeah. So I mean. What a dumb fucking situation. Anyway, so I guess mistakes are had, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, in- he accidentally ingests those vampire pills, yeah. and he slowly becomes a vampire. And basically, that's just what the movie's about. But having uh, what you said about the, the writer, the dialogue in it is very cool and snappy, and it's actually very um, um, present because, you know, uh, you get from the clip... He goes, it doesn't make you another Dracula. And, I mean, Dracula was just, what, 10, about 10, 15 years before this? Maybe not that much, but... Well, Well, I mean, the movie. Yeah. So, so, you know, like, it was in the lexicon. Yeah, the 1931 Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's it was kind of meta, in a way, so, um, even if that if that makes sense, but... Uh, yeah, I, I definitely recommend this movie. Um, I'm not going to spoil too much. I'm just going to play one clip here. Um, it's between, so, uh, there's a detective that goes to the doctor and they have like banter back and forth and it almost seems like they're friends because they, they're very cordial with each other and the way they joke, like you kind of get, you kind of get the bearings that the, um, the detective is a horn dog in a way. Because the doctor specifically talks about his secretary, and he's like, "Oh, you won't like her. Here, don't let me, don't let me um, entice. Uh, let let the let the uh, sound clip play f- uh, speak for itself." I think this is the right part. Nobody home. What? I guess nobody's home. Oh. uh... Are you one of the doctor's patients? <laughs> Not if I can help it. I, I, uh, I don't believe I know you. Well, my name is Carol Butler. Carol Butler. My, that's a pretty name. Well, um, why don't we go inside? The door should be unlocked. It's, it's nine. You must be a regular customer here. <laughs> well, yes, I guess I am, in a matter of speaking. Oh, the doctor must have been called away temporarily. Hey, you can't be the doctor's nurse. That's right. Oh, but you're filling in for a friend. You know, the plump girl. Plump girl? The one with the glasses. Oh, no, look, you've lost me someplace. I've been working here for several weeks. Oh. Now, um... <laughs> All right, so that's kind of a joke because the doctor, right before that... Oh, so anyways, here. Here's the song. It's because you've been watching too much of the vampire. Yeah, Will Walmart? You know him? Well, we went to school together. No kidding. Well, he's head of the psychology department now. Was that a fact? Yeah, he seemed pretty upset over Campbell's death. What's going on in that lab, anyhow? Well, I don't really know. Buck Matt never talked much. I think he was doing some research about uh, primitive instincts. Regressing the brain or something. I don't know. Wow. Uh, say hello to old Mrs. What's-your-name for me, will you? Who? You know, your nurse. <laughs> oh, um, got a new girl now. Yeah? Uh, I don't think she's quite your type. Fat, 
bifocals, buck teeth. But she's a good hard worker. Doc, I remember not to get sick. Yeah, see that whole. She sounds like she's up my alley. <laughs> um, that the dialogue too, like when uh, specific uh, cues were. Uh, it's real good, right there. Yeah, whenever he would say something, yeah. like when the um, he's like, and that new girl, and when the detective goes, yeah, they go right to a scene of his face, and he looks so elated. You know, it's like. So as I, as I was saying, you could tell he's a complete horn dog. Like he's just like. And and then that scene after that, <laughs> when the when the uh, the lady's going into work, he's like standing in front of her and like really like it's like that's a pretty name. It's like, dude, lay it, lay, give it a rest, bud. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> man. He, hey, he's got his game going. Yeah, but he also looks like he's fifty three. He, he does. Well, he, yeah, he looks more like seventy three. <laughs> not actually. Hey, hey now, <laughs> you're an all star. Yeah, hey, I'm almost fifty three. I know. Now, now it's getting. This is getting sensitive. I know. That's why I tried to retract it, dummy. I was like, "Shit." <laughs> anyway, yeah. So he looks like he's 103. You know, hopefully, hopefully, no one's out there going to get offended by that. Yeah. You motherfucker! You try to say I'm old? I'll, I'll kick your ass eventually. <laughs> My grandma's 103. <laughs> you ageist! Hey, man. I, I thought I established yeah. this on the show a you long just, time you ago. You can't say anything. Yeah. You can't I, criticize anything or anyone else. You, sir, are a bigot. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I am a time bigot. That's the whole purpose of this fucking show is I'm a time bigot. Hello? <laughs> I don't believe in time. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Time has no rights in Me my either. country. <laughs> in my country... Time has no Mm-mm. has no say. <laughs> Can't work. All right. Anyways. Anyway, exactly. Time will march to my demands. Yeah. Okay. So, what would you rank the vampire? I think you maybe already said, but I want to hear it officially. Yeah. No. I. I. You know, oh! I'll give it four out of five. Oh, you. I don't want to give it five out of five. For, for what it is, it's five out of five, but I don't want to lower the ranking <laughs> with you. Casablanca and things. <laughs> what? Man, fuck Casablanca. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, fine. Five out of five. Yeah. I, changed my, I changed my mind. Seriously. You're gonna bring up Casablanca on this I show? Five out of five. No, it, it's it's really good. It's boy, it's well done. It's well written. It's got a great performances. Yeah, witty dialogue. Many great performances. And the chick's pretty cute. Yeah, I mean, it, it allows the actors get a chance to like be weird characters and stuff. They all seem to have some quirk or personality that makes them memorable. You know, it's like yeah, the light makes them very modernist. You know the like darkness in certain scenes and light it's like it's the lighting is very well placed um i want to mention specifically mm-hmm. it made me cry like the scene where the doctor um it, i mean it made me cry the second time i watched it because it really hit me the second time because uh the doctor called his daughter in and this is after he realized that he's become the vampire um he calls her in and she's like what's up dad 
Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to have you um, go stay with your uh, Aunt Betty or whatever. She's like, um, but I don't want to. Why? And it, it's just so sad because it's like he's doing the right thing because he's he doesn't want to hurt mm-hmm. his daughter and he wants to figure this shit out or whatever. But, it, it you know, it's it's probably killing him inside too to send away the only, you know, the thing, the person he cares the most about in the world or whatever. And then, but just her situation too, like she takes care of him. Like from all her dialogue and all the scenes she's in, she's always mentioning cooking for him and taking care of him, blah, blah, blah. So that's quite a shock. Mm-hmm. And I can, it kind of hits home with me too, because it kind of, a similar thing kind of happened to me. So it was very, it was very real and it was very cool. So that's another reason I really like this movie. You mean you accidentally ingested pills <laughs> that were in your wrong coat pocket yeah. that had vampire bats blood in them and you became a vampire? Is that what you're telling me right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Damn it. Damn you, lunatic friend. Don't give away my secret. <laughs> I never really questioned it. I mean, I, I, I knew you were sincere. I know. That's why my tongue's all fucking hurting right now. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, that, we can knock you that movie. How, you know how when people lie, their nose grows just like Pinocchio? <laughs> my teeth well, grow. When people are insincere, their tongue hurts. <laughs> their tongue gets sore. Mm. How's your tongue right now? Thor. <laughs> all right so um i can't believe my dog wants to go out again this is xena (laughs) going out xena and griselda you know i don't like them going out because they bark at the deer all the time if there's deer out there Mm -hmm. then i gotta bring them in scaring the deer away yeah so hey Wait, so how many houses do you have now? Do you have two still? You mean t- in total? Yeah. Besides mine? <laughs> so I have three houses, yeah. Man, can we can we break one? Like, can we, like... like... <laughs> I already broke the one in Illinois. I mean... That's what I mean. If I mean, that's we... not a breaking a house, I don't know what is. <laughs> we just shit in a hole in the back. <laughs> You know, there's just a big hole in the ba- uh, <laughs> bathroom. We just stacked, stacked up a bunch of books as our throne. And <laughs> anyway, um, so let's move on to the next movie. So I want to make mention of this too, because uh, back in 2020, during the summer, um, I found out about this uh, YouTube channel called Newcastle After Dark, which has these couple, these two guys. Um, I think oh, yeah, they yeah. call themselves the Establishment. But it's two, yes. two guys that wear like these vests and they smoke cigars uh-huh. and drink or whatever. And um, they just host movies. Yeah. So um, they did Gargoyles. Yeah, I, I, I watched it. You, you, you gave me a link. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's probably Gargoyles because that's the one I watched a few times. Yeah, no, that, 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 it's kind of a fun show they got. So, and I, I love like the horror hosts, like all the ones that are like not well known ones, like, um, uh, Midnight Mausoleum, or uh, uh, what's that? The Mummy and the uh, what's her? The Mummy and the Ape. 
don't know if you've seen that one. The World of the Weird. Um, that oh, one. Mummy in the Ape. Man. Yeah, it's uh, it's this um, this chick. She dresses up like a mummy. Well, kind of like kind of like Cleopatra isk, and then the co-host is a uh, a guy in a uh, monkey suit, and they host movies. And I think it's on Facebook, so hmm. I haven't really been able to watch it. But I don't uh, think I've seen that one. Yeah, check them out. Um, they got all kinds of shit, uh, social media shit. So yeah, Facebook. mummy and the monkey. In Midnight Mausoleum, that's another cool one. That's on. Uh, that's shown on different oh, yeah. cable systems. I I just don't know where, but I, I think they're based out of Iowa anyways. Indiana or Iowa, one of the two. One of those other stupid I states. Um, so one, one of the other corn states besides Illinois. Yeah, corny. So the movie we're doing tonight is The House <laughs> That Drip Blood, which I take a little umbrance mm-hmm. with. 1971. When people say that's when that's when the house I'm in right now was built, <laughs> and it dripped blood. Um, the so the title, <laughs> people uh, I've I've seen you you've even mentioned this to me, but I think I've I saw it somewhere else too, like a review of it, and someone say the house that, in parentheses, didn't drip blood. Drip, yeah, <laughs> drip blood, yeah. Yeah, dripped no blood at all. Yeah. Yeah, they say there's no blood in this movie. I don't know if there is or not. I think there's some blood in the movie, but I, I can't remember, but I don't the thing is I it's an anthology. And how how do you stake a vampire without blood? Yeah. Yeah, so it's an anthology, so that's I think yeah, that's it's like an anthology the whole, of four stories. Yeah. Yep. So that's the whole point of like and, and the, one of the writers was Robert Block on this for the stories. You know Robert Block who wrote uh, Psycho. Huh? I thought that was... Oh, yeah. Never mind. Richard Matheson wrote I Am Legend, which inspired... Psych- no, that was Ed Gein. What the fuck am I yeah. thinking? <laughs> I'm getting them all confused. All right. So, The House That Drip Blood. You're, you're, you're messing me up. The House you're That Drip Blood. You're making me feel like I'm on the marijuana. <laughs> uh, so, have you... Can you get stuff up there? Is it legal up there? Yeah, marijuana is legal up here. Nice. I didn't know that. Recreational, medical, all of it. <laughs> um, reckless, reckless abandon. Yeah, it, it is nice. I think they even got that those Delta Eight gummies that are made from hemp. Cool. <laughs> all right. The House of Drip Blood. The House of Drip Blood is a 1971 British horror anthology film directed by Peter Duffel and distributed by Amicus Productions. It stars Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing, Nairi Don Porter, Denholm Elliott, and John Put- Pert- Pertwee. Pertwee? How do you say that? Pertwee. Pertwee. <laughs> yeah, Pertwee. Okay. The film is a collection of four short stories. He was the voice of Spotty on, um, on the uh, Super Ted cartoon. Super Ted? the fuck is that super ted it's a australian cartoon it's australian or british cartoons tv series <laughs> one of those two funny sounding countries um let's see da, da, da. uh the film is a collection of four short stories concerning a series of inhabitants of a eponymous building 
All of the stories were originally written and sequentially, sequentially scripted by Robert Block, as you said. <laughs> um, so I don't. <laughs> I I watched this a couple times. I but I barely watched it, so I only remember a couple things. Like I remember uh, Christopher Lee had a daughter who like had some kind of weird powers. Is that right? Like she was like evil or yeah, something. Yeah, she was right. She was. Well, that was the twist. She was a witch. Okay. Yeah. But you didn't you didn't know that as you're watching it. You just think she's a nice little girl and that he's she's got a, a mean dick, dad. Yeah. You know. <laughs> no, just wrong. She's she's the dick. I am not the one who's the dick. It's her <laughs> who's the dick. That's my best. That's my best. Um, Christopher Lee. Oh, speaking of, um, I want to make mention of this. Uh, no, I, I, I think you're right, though. That That is one of the better segments is the, the Christopher Lee one. Yeah, then there was the uh, the, dra- uh, the the vampire one. with uh, That's the Doctor Who who played a... He was like a film actor who was like known for yeah. doing vampire movies or some, or some shit. He played like a horror actor. Yeah. yeah. So then, real vampires were such a fan that they wanted yeah, him known to become. For horror. He's like the greatest horror legend. Like, and then what were the other two? I don't remember. Um, uh, yeah, I don't remember the other two. And then Peter Cushing was in the one where he's obsessed over his uh, his lost wife or whatever. And there's a there's a a wax museum that has a. Uh, figure that looks just like his ex-wife it's like sir you can't keep coming in here every day but i pay my i pay my uh uh, entrance fee every every time you can't deny me visage to the wax museum that's all i have left (laughs) thank you thank you (laughs) all right um I don't think it got that bad, but yeah, that was a performance by Raven Johnson. <laughs> um, he was going for his, his, his Oscar. My Rockford nut. Right, what am I saying? All right. Um, what am I saying? Uh, t- 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 oh, let's play the trailer really quick. I mean, ultimately, th- this isn't a very good movie, The House That Dripped Blood. No. Well, it's okay. I it's it's oh, like there is an interesting thing for me in this film when I was watching it. The the Peter Cushing segment, he um he's 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 sitting in his room in, in this old house. Is that and, the one uh, where he sees that weird buck? I was looking at the wallpaper, and it's the same wallpaper I have in my uh, dining room. <laughs> nice. There's something you're uh, kind of. Uh, coincidental about uh, the, the but, green wallpaper on the house and I, i'm just mentioning it because that house it's a 1971 film and my house was built in 1971 oh shit it was a standard issue Michigan, standard right issue wallpaper of the my day. final house <laughs> sounds that sounds kind of oh all right all right now uh so let me play the trailer really quick this is also available from scream factory on Blu-ray. This house is full of sounds. The loudest is your heart pounding in the night. 
The softest is the sound of terror. He's an old Charles. No, no, please, please. In this house, terror waits for you in every room. Okay, so I just looked this up because this is Amicus. And from this anthology, mm-hmm. I kind of had the feeling like, I mean, because it's Tales from yeah. the Crypt esque. And they di- also did Tales from the Crypt and Vault of Horror sequentially uh, yeah. after this. Because this is, this is from 71. Tales from the Crypt is 72 and Vault of Horror is 73. Oh, yeah. So, ah, well, we'll just yeah. put two and two Tales together. Tales from the Crypt is the, the better one. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it probably is because it has that Christmas episode. I, I remember like, those. Um, mm-hmm. But let's see what I'm saying. Uh, so yeah, the House of Drip Blood. Um, ultimately, I think I will give this a, I'll give it a three, because I would watch this again, maybe, like, maybe like, on a, in the Halloween season, because this, <clears throat> like I've said before on the show, like I watch these movies year round, but. There are certain movies that I would save for Halloween, such as like this. Like this is th- something I could just put on in the background and not really pay attention to, just like when I was supposed to be paying attention to it to review for the show. But <laughs> that's kind of what I think of it. So three out of five. Well, you know, it, it's an okay movie. It's just not great. It's not a great movie. Well, you know, does you just it taste? Me of something. Does it taste great? Or less? this one, and he was the third Doctor Who. Huh? What? Huh? Say that again. I'm sorry. No, I started to tell you something. So you were talking about that these guys, Amicus, made all these movies, including this one. They also made, like you said, Vault of Horror and um, Tales from the Crypt. Uh-huh. Well, their Vault of Horror has Tom Baker in it as a star, and he was the fourth Doctor Who. But that don't beat so all. So between the, these three Amicus films, they have a Hammer they, alumni. They have two different Doctor Who's. Oh yeah, and Doctor Who. <laughs> a British, a British who's who. I'm a Doctor Who nerd. Gross. Mm-hmm. It, it's <laughs> virtually a who's who of Doctor Who. <laughs> all right, so that's two off the list. Now. The final finale. <laughs> All right, so a little backstory. There's about- one more movie to go. <laughs> uh, welcome to Retro Retro Retro, where we have our special guest host, Louis Anderson. Hello, Louis. How are you doing? <laughs> Ken, that's your cue. Louis Anderson. Wow, I'm doing oh. great, Raven. How are you doing? You you just gave it away. Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to be Louis Anderson. We'll do it. And you just said that I'm I'll Ken. Cut, I'll cut this out. You ruined it. No, you ruined it. Now they know. <laughs> we we're never gonna fool them. You know I can <laughs> edit this shit. You big dummy. <laughs> all right. Anyway, so oh, all right. So I forget we have the technology. Yeah, we're living in Tron, dude. They can soup. We can. I can soup. Mm-hmm, when I, practically, when, when people are downloading this, they can see holograms of our faces now. 
I'm always watching out for the master control program. <laughs> Sark. Skynet. All right. Uh, Bloodbath of the House of Death. I originally found out about this back, oh, back in. I can't believe it. got to do this movie. <laughs> I know. I, I kind of feel the same way, but just bear with me. So back in, I want to say like 1988, 89, somewhere around there, I was. Uh, my brother was babysitting me and we were at his dad's house <coughs> and um, we were watching um, Saturday night. Is this going to be a Kenny Everett video show mention? Uh, no, I don't even know what that is, but uh, so we, Oh, never mind. This came on Saturday night nightmares or Saturday, Saturday nightmares on USA. And uh, okay. I used to love the, uh -huh. let me play the intro really quick because I, I love that fucking intro. Gotta grab my keyboard here. In the meantime, I'll read this. Uh, Bloodbath of the House of Death is a 1984 British comedy horror film directed by Ray Cameron and starring the comedian Kenny Everett. Oh, is that what you meant? That's who you just mentioned, right? Yeah. Okay. Ke Kenny Everett had his own TV series in, um, well, first Welcome he had it in, like, I think, England and then. Uh, it got shown in America eventually. Welcome to weird British comedy. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, then fuck you. It's <laughs> pretty much how they treat you us, know, right? Kenny Everett was had a funny show. It's just too bad that this movie isn't as funny as his show. I know. Get off it. <laughs> well, we have plenty. <laughs> we have plenty time to rip into it. Just. Ease into it, buddy. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's um, all right. Uh, what's that? Oh, yeah. Saturday Nightmares. Saturday Night Mares. USA. Oh, intro. There we go. Oh, I thought did you. You were going to play the intro, yeah. Yeah. See, this is very iconic because, like, I, I I just typed in a few of those words and it popped up. So that kind of. Uh, represents the nostalgia mm -hmm. for it because a lot of people out there like it let me look at the 32,000 oh anyway uh, oh there's bumper oh there's more bumpers awesome so <laughs> the past few years I mean I want to say since like 2007 since I've been going on YouTube and downloading stuff from it I've downloaded like these different commercials or different bumpers from things I used to watch when I was a kid like, say, like, the Time Life uh, Mysteries of the Unknown commercial. I downloaded that, and I have that stored, blah, blah, blah. But also these old um, bumpers for Saturday Night Nightmares. Like, seeing, I, m I remember used to seeing these and being scared shitless. I'm like, oh, my God. I hope I don't have to watch that. Or, like, being in in, in enthralled with, like, wanting to watch it, but I was too scared to, but. Seeing these bumpers was like scary enough, so let me play one of them yeah, really you quick. Were, you weren't scared of this one though, were you? Dude, yes. But I'll, I'll get to that too. I was I was fucking seven <laughs> or eight. Okay. But, oh yeah, yeah, I got yeah. You are watching the USA Network. Fuck yeah. Just when you thought you were safe. 
The terror continues with another chilly tale tonight on USA Network's Saturday Night Bears. Don't fret, we'll be oh, right back. We have returned. Don't go away. I like the music. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. It's like a guy in a recording booth. It's like, all right, Tommy, can you hit these uh, last few lines here? Yeah. Don't go away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look under your bed. <laughs> Wait, let me get the reverb. Hold on. He does a good job. It, do- it does sound spooky when you hear him talk about it. <laughs> Not you, Raven. Right. <laughs> Don't look under the bed. <laughs> Is that the right one? Let's try this one. Look in the mirror. <laughs> Stare at the abyss. You become the abyss. <laughs> All right. Anyway, is this right? Is this back toward? That's the flanger. 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 Damn it. This one. Here we go. I can't see my knobs because it's like dark in here, but hopefully that's the right setting. <laughs> you looking at your knobs? Yes. Um. So yeah, those uh, certain <laughs> nightmares was <clears throat> very scary to me when I was a kid. So my brother and I started watching this, but he 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 obviously saw that I was getting really scared, so he changed it. But we saw the beginning part where like the the druid people came in and started killing all the people. And I think mm-hmm. we watched up until like they showed like the detective or the cops that came to pick up the crime scene. And I remember specifically two things. Um, when I was a kid, <clears throat> damn, excuse me. This this wasn't a comedy to me. Like from watching that beginning, you can from the dialogue every night, like the the druids were like they bump into something like oh, or they like say something. So it makes it comical. But when I was a kid, I didn't see that. I just saw the dark hood mm-hmm. of people. And then they started killing people. Yeah. And I remember the lady who was like, oh, you're a very handsome man. And like she like grabs her titties and like to kind of like seduce them. But then, he's, mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, no, you're, you swing <laughs> for the other team or whatever. So, And there's a lot of gay um, bashing in this movie too, which is kind of stupid. But we'll get to that too. But um, mm-hmm. I mean it's a it's a trope, you know, whatever. And that's another reason why this movie kind of is not funny. <laughs> and I, I guess I we'll get to that too. But um, it, so it's a par, yeah. I mean, the, the whole movie's kind of like a watered down Monty Python or something. Like yeah, like it's it's trying to be Monty Python, but it's not as witty. It's not able to achieve it. Yeah, and it's kind of low hanging fruit at times too. It's like they're like repeat things over yeah, like the totally. like the repeating of like the murders or like and then four were skewered in their bed and then another person would chime in and then that goes on for a fucking hour so it's like yeah okay um yeah, right, right, right. like i i, I, I would yeah. say the only really redeeming thing about this movie is vincent price like his scenes are stupid but right he gives the charm to the movie the rest of it's kind of just bullshit so to be honest with you, I, I don't yeah. think really really need to say much more. <laughs> you can say whatever you need to, but I'm just gonna say like from 
from seeing that opening thing, uh, the opening of the movie, because this is back when I was in second grade. I remember seeing it Saturday night and going yeah. to school the next Monday. And I remember talking to my friend Jeff about it because my, my friend Jeff was really into horror movies and shit and blah, blah, blah. So we'd always talk to each other about horror movies. And I was like, yeah, I watched... Uh, and I remember I was like really trying to like you know impress him with this. I'm like, yeah, dude, I watched um, Saturday Night Nightmares. I only got to watch like the beginning, but man, it was so scary. Blah blah. blah. And I obsessed over it because it was it was that scary to me because like seeing body parts being lifted up and stuff, even though it was like done in a comical manner, which I wasn't privy to it. You know, my mind wasn't privy to it at the time. Um, that was. Uh-huh. traumatic and I, I i think about that shit too where like when i'm w- hanging out with my little nephew and of course i want to show him this cool shit but i kind of want to wait to see i want to gauge his like mental you don't want to be scarred yeah i don't want him to become yeah. like me <laughs> you don't want to scar fucking have a bloodlust <laughs> um so <laughs> become demented <laughs> he's on dr phil so what? So what? Your uncle did is he showed you these weird horror movies and it made you a fucking psychopath. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what Doctor Phil would say. Yeah. He's, he's so let me tell you what's wrong with you. Well, let, well, let's start with me. I'm a bald fucking idiot, and I obviously Oprah wanted to fuck me, and I said no. <laughs> I told that black. I, I told that. That chocolate princess that I just don't like colored women. Sorry. Meet me outside. How about that? That does sound like something he would say. Yep. Phil McGraw. (laughs) Dude, that guy's... Anyway. (laughs) Fuck that dude. All right. So, what about that house of death? I... Oh, oh, so anyways, I've been wanting to do this on the show for... Since the duration of the show. Um... Going back to the sound clips, um, uh-huh. I used to use that sound clip uh, as my own when I'd introduce myself. The right had to be as a bulb himself. Mm. Um, and then I'd, I also had the sound <laughs> clip. He wants us to grab all the faggots and burn them. And then like, I was like, I don't think I like the sound of that. <laughs> he means sticks, brother. He's like, hurry, grab the faggots. And, you know. And that's like another stupid joke in the movie too. I mean, faggots, you know, a bundle of sticks, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm, yeah. But um, you mm-hmm. know, like back when I started the show, I was a bit immature. I mean, I still am, but that was a sound clip we played all the time. And plus, like, um, kid Frankenstein's little uh, his the ongoing joke was like he was secretly gay, but I mean, he wasn't. But it was, we'd always play like gay things for him and stuff. Like, anyway, I guess I'm over explaining this, but. <laughs> So I've always wanted to do this <laughs> this movie because um, I always had like the just the remembrance mm-hmm. of it, and I've downloaded it um, back in the day, and I watched it, and I think I liked it back a while ago. But reviewing it recently with like you know, I don't know, it just it wasn't funny. Just like you said, like I even like even Monty Python, I don't really get sometimes. I, I like their movies more than their show. But um, I would say I do love Benny Hill. I mean, that's just, it's just kind of madcap humor anyways. Kind of just like a nonlinear thing. I mean, Monty Python's the same way, but it seemed a little over the over my head at times. Maybe it's just because of my sensibilities or whatever. 
if I'm not smart enough to realize it. But, I mean, I would say Kids in the Hall was one of the greatest shows ever, so I got their humor. So I'm not completely <laughs> stupid. You want to take Canadians? Oh. <laughs> Maybe that negates what I just said then. <laughs> I was I was just actually thinking about that today. <laughs> you know, um Go ahead. The first the first twenty minutes of this movie are entertaining and are kinda good. And they they, they kinda you, you kinda get hooked in the story, but then the, it doesn't go anywhere. What? That's the problem with the whole movie. It's like it, it the last hour of it's just so boring. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, it, like nothing really happens, and there's like this stupid. Just, it's like a movie that starts getting slower and slower, and <laughs> has less and less really happening. <laughs> yeah, it's like going uphill. <laughs> like shit. Mm-hmm. No, so, it totally is. It's like, it's like you just want to. You you enjoy the beginning of the movie so much that it's like it sucks that the movie is so bad. Yeah. Oh, here let's uh let's play the trailer really quick. Road to Headstone Manor. This is the road to Headstone Manor. We'll keep an eye out. We'll see another sign. A lonely road to a place where nothing seems to happen. We're looking for a place called Headstone Manor. Silent head turns. I don't un... <clears throat> oh, I'm terribly sorry. I... Thank you. Awfully sorry. Now there's a new name for Headstone Manor, and a terrifying nightmare is about to begin. Tonight's. I have a, <clears throat> I have a question, actually. It's kind of a serious question. I mean, not really, but. Okay. So that little gag there, um, the guy and the lady just walked in, and they asked, you know, where the Headstone Manor was, blah, blah, blah. And they got, like, all the villagers, like, look back at them, you know, kind of like um, when Jonathan Harker. Uh, came to the village in Dracula, and he's like, I need to go to Dracula's castle. And I was like, what? You know, like that weird head turn, like record screech, to, uh, record scratch kind of thing. Um, but yeah. instead oh, no, of like, yeah. instead of him, them being, you know, triggered by the word Headstone Manor, it's his fly was open. So, you know, that's kind of lowbrow humor in a way. I mean, it's, but I guess my thought on yeah. that is like, who actually thinks that's funny? You know, it's like, there's people out there that that's probably like fucking hilarious to them. <laughs> you know, like, Wah! yeah, no, you're right. You're, you're it, are. And it's pretty weird. I mean, it's, uh, and I'm not saying anything uh, against that either. Cause like, you know, takes all strokes, you know, but it's kind of weird. It's like, it's so low hanging and it's like, very, ch- I mean, who wrote this? Like, you know, I mean, we can obviously look up who wrote it here. Uh, Ray Cameron and Barry Cryer. So you're calling, you're calling uh, Kenny Everett a big stroker, big stroke off. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. No, you know what? It, it, yeah, I, I think the only reason they got Vincent Price in this is I because this money. was like Kenny Everett's starring vehicle and he he wanted to get you know he, he wanted to do this comedy thing what's all vincent doing well. he probably had to pay him pretty good i know that's probably where the budget yeah. went um oh yeah so one other weird tidbit about this is the beginning when all those murders happen it happens on my birthday 
um, August twelfth. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's and but then it says okay. give or take a day. So you know, it might not actually. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another dumb thing, but that also kind of reminds me of this other kind of horror slash comedy called uh, Student Bodies. Did you ever see that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. That movie's yeah, it... Horsehead Bookends. That movie's pretty cool. All right. Um, That's a spoof, isn't it? Uh, yeah, kind of like the slashers. It's kind of a spoof, spoof on slashers. And yeah, I thought. I thought yeah, I thought it was. All right. So here, I guess let's play the rest of the trailer and then we'll wrap up. Tonight we're taking a bath, a bloodbath, a vows of death. I'd like to report a dead body. Yes, sir. Hanging upside down from a tree, is she? I feel that we can put an end once and for all to the suspicious rumors and the mumbo-jumbo that exists concerning this old house. Stay away from the house of death. <laughs> there were 18 people murdered. Two were struck by lightning. One hanged. Four people skewered in a bed. And six in the freezer. What? Join our team at the House of Death. You'll meet with a few surprises. There's, there's definitely something going on here. <laughs> well spotted, Lucas. We dare you to spend a night at the House of Death. Dinner's almost ready. I'll see you downstairs. You won't be alone. Someone or something doesn't want us in this house. Kenny Everett. He's my interpreter. Pamela Stevenson. And Vincent Price. I don't believe it. 700 years undead and now this. Oh my God. This is the house of death. Bloodbath at the House of Death. It took a lot of guts to make this movie. One blew up, one was hanged, two were axed, and six were frozen to death. Bloodbath in the House of Death! Um, I think we need to play this uh, best of Vincent Price thing also, but um, so just watching that again, <clears throat> all the stuff that happened, it kind of brought me back to being scared again. Like when I was a kid, like it did look like a horror movie, but yeah, like all in all, like what we've been saying this whole time is just it's not that great of a movie. And um, but I also want to say like. All three of these movies, definitely check them all out on your own. And uh, even though we may not be given a glowing review of this one, it's still worth watching. Um, even for the Vincent Price stuff. And I, I'm going to play that in a second, but I just wanted to let Ken... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of talking to the you audience. Just watch the first half an hour of it. <laughs> it's it's kind of worth watching, yeah. Okay. But you don't have to watch all of it. Yeah. Just watch up until you... Just take about as much as you want. 
portion it out, I guess. Here, here. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you can't handle it anymore. You know, it's After we are preparing. I mean, some people might love it, you know. like. Yeah, I mean, it's going to what I... There are people who do like this movie a lot. Yeah, that's kind of what I was just saying. It's like, if you think that thing was funny, I mean, you'll probably think the whole fucking thing is funny. There's probably people out there that adore this movie. And, I mean, I guess I kind of was in that camp until I actually sat down to actually watch it again. Like, oh, it's not that... Okay. Anyway, yeah, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But... I, I was going to mention, uh, when I, I remember being a kid, and I used to watch um, Johnny Carson and David Letterman and stuff, and, and anytime Vincent Price was on, I always, you know, because he was one of my favorite actors at the time, so I'd always pay attention to the when Vincent Price appeared on these shows and uh, I, I can't remember which show it was, but I remember Vincent Price pr- going out and promoting this movie when it came out. I was just and, in this uh, wonderful movie something. called uh, House, House Back. No, no, he, he totally promoted it and he didn't, he didn't let on that it was a turkey of a movie. I mean, he was just, <laughs> he was professional and he, you know, whatever he promotes, he's, going to promote in a positive way, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously. Uh, so as a kid, I always wanted to see bloodbath in the house of death, you know? Nice. That's awesome. See, see you got some old school members of this shit too. As a, as a teenager. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So that, that's because, you know, I love Vincent Price movies. So it was like, this was a movie that I wanted to hunt down and it was hard to find, but I found it at a video store. And uh, um, I watched it, and I didn't care for it. <laughs> I thought that it was pretty. I don't know. Like I, I think when I first watched it, I didn't really get it. I was yeah. like, well, kind of like you, but not like. It just seemed dumb to me. Like it. Yeah, it's definitely dumb. Like it was hard for me to even see that it being a comedy or parody because it was just kind of too dumb, you know. Yeah. It was like yeah, it's too dumb. So uh, you mentioning Johnny Carson just reminded me. Um, I have a Roku uh, stick thing now, and there are these channels you can get on Roku Live TV. Um, just do a search for Roku Live mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, they have these different channels. And they have like a, um, they're all streaming channels, but there's uh, specific ones like there's a Mystery Science Theater channel that all they show is Mystery Science Theater and. Uh, Rift Tracks and Cinematic Titanic. They just show that 24 hours a day. Back to back, nonstop. It's fucking awesome. Uh-huh. But not just that. They have like a Johnny Carson cool. <clears throat> channel. And they have all these other channels too. Um, there's a ring of... Uh, uh, there's wrestling channels. There's horror-specific channels. Um, but yeah, and last night... Um, mm-hmm. they were showing White Bird in a Blizzard, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it's from Greg Araki. I think it's based off a book. But it's a really cool movie. What's it called? White Bird in a Blizzard. Wait, what's this? White Bird. What did you say? White? Yeah, White Bird. White Bird. I, I thought you said White Man's Burden. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. White, White Bird. Burden. White Bird in a Blizzard. Really cool movie. It's probably. I think it's from like... Uh, 2014 blizzard. I don't know that. Yeah, definitely check it out. Um it I think it's on Tubi, so you can definitely check Is it out. about what people? No. From Virginia? No, no, not at all. 
All right, so um, <laughs> Bloodbath in the House of Death, I will give this a, I'll give it a, uh, man, I want to give it a three, but I'm going to give it a two just because it, I feel like this movie could have been better if they tried harder, but they just like took the low road with everything, so. Could have been, yeah, it could have been a lot better. I mean, there's a a lot of different things they would have to do to have made it better, but <laughs> more Vincent. Point, have to really rewrite it. <laughs> For your arrival. What was that? Sorry. Good. Okay, I'm, I'm going to play this. Even Vincent Price's characters. I mean, just kind of a cartoon, cartoonish version of himself. Yeah. He's a cult leader, you know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of, I'm going to play this clip now. <laughs> it's like, it's four minutes. We may not play the whole thing. I mean, but... speaking as a cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All you fat chicks, show me your boobies! All right, here we go. Oh, you are the prince of darkness. And we are your. Oh, shit, my hands. Stupid bloody candles. Shut up. Stop it. Will you stop it? Will you stop it? There's always one. To the woods. To the woods. I always do. <laughs> it has served its purpose, my dear, and is of no further use. I think it's stupid. You think it is stupid? You say that to me, the arch-disciple of Lucifer himself? You are but a grain of sand, a mere speck in the cosmos, and you dare to venture an opinion regarding that great design of our master, Diablo Supremus. To think that I, the right hand of Baal's above himself, should be subjected to the opinions of Charles and Hobbledehoys. Bow thy knee if you wish to even speak in my presence. Oh, piss off. Piss off. For 700 years, I have served our master faithfully, enduring the agonies of the undead, the tortures of eternal servitude, obeying his every command, anticipating his every whim, his slave, his servant, never diverting from his purpose, devoted to that cause to which I have surrendered my mortality, condemning myself to everlasting torment in the presence of that great cause to which we, the undead, have all sworn our allegiance. I, a humble butcher, was chosen to lead us and to faithfully discharge my duties in his service for all of the centuries that we have dwelt in this place. And you tell me to piss off? You piss off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man. There's a lot of dialogue. But that's probably the best part of the movie right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, let's do one last part here. Mighty ruler of the power of darkness. All powerful Lucifer, once cast down, but now about to rise to reign over us, your loyal subjects. The hour is nigh, O Diablis, and we, your humble servants, are preparing the ground for your return to the house of death. Yes, I know we screwed up the last time. 
and there were intruders in your sacred house, but... Yes, I know there are intruders there now, but they are scientists and their earthly powers exceed ours. We, we tried to scare them off, but we failed. says he's pissed off with the way we've handled things. Honey, honey, what are we supposed to do? They are scientists after all. But he's got a new plan. He says we must gather up all the faggots and burn them. I'm not sure. I like the sound of it. Don't worry, Brother Teresa. He means wood. Hurry, hurry, grab the faggots. <laughs> it just sounds funny hearing from him. Grab the faggots. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so. I th- oh, man, I had this other thought. Ah, fuck, it's lost. Who cares? All right, so. Yeah, Bloodbath, <laughs> the House of Death. Uh, two out of five. I can't believe you're trying to put thoughts thoughts on the show. I, I know. <laughs> I've been trying to do that for years, <laughs> but I failed horribly. All right. So I, I guess that's it for me. Um, I oh yeah, what do you rank it? Or did you already rank it? Oh, I don't. I you know between one and two. How's that? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so, all right, um, I don't have much going on. I'm working on my comic still, uh, which is fucking going on forever, but I barely have any time to do it. Um, I mostly babysit and then work, and yeah, so trying to get things done, but. Which comic, cigarettes and cell phones? Yes, but Mm -hmm. the non-dyslexic version. Cell phones and cigarettes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> what do you got going no, on? Once you work once you're gonna work once you're gonna do another comic book? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. I'm working on right now. No, a different comic book though. No, I, I mean where are you aren't you working on well, it's all part of the same comic. I'm working on different work on another comic book. There I'm working on different stories oh. for that comic. It's all different stories. Obviously. For that comic, okay. Yeah, I got. It. So, oh, and then I'm also working on figures. Oh yeah, I got Skull Guy. That guy is still available. Um, I still got a bunch of toxic zombies. I, oh yeah, yeah. I pretty much have all the toxic zombies because no got, one's bought. I gotta them. buy Skull Guy. Yeah. I've I've been meaning to go buy that from you. Yeah. A couple Skull Guys. So, uh, you get a special discount, but like listeners, you also get a discount if you mention that you heard me mention on the show. Um, I don't know how you do that, but <laughs> I guess like through the High Dino website or on Instagram, go check it out. High Dino Toys, um, H I D I N O, uh, all one word. Um, yeah, I got a bunch of shit available. So yeah, yeah. I think didn't you say like say High Dino? You're gonna give them a discount. Yep, or just mention that you uh, heard. Just uh, mention Retro Three, and uh, I'll hook you up somehow. Probably give you get ten bucks off or something, because they're twenty bucks at the moment. But 
10 bucks and Ken, we'll work out a special deal with you. I think 20 is really cheap. Ooh. Just like uh, Mad Magazine. Remember that? <laughs> cheap. Yeah. Real cheap. You know, I said cheap, yeah. <laughs> or real cheap or whatever. Dude, what? How incredible was it that Al Jaffe would make one of those fold-in back covers for every issue? That's insane, dude. That was awesome. All I, that I detail. Things, yeah. Yeah, man. I wonder if that. I, I wonder those if were that fun. Guy, I hope that guy got paid because that's a lot of fucking work, dude. Like, like honestly, like every issue had. I mean, I can't speak to that. Maybe they didn't, but I've seen like everyone that I had had that. And I always look forward to it. I never well, could. They, they did it a lot, but yeah, it, was, it wasn't every issue. But yeah. Okay. But for a while there, I mean. They did enough times in a row where it seemed like it always was going to happen, you know. All right. So what's going, on, what's going on in the world of the lunatic fringe? The showbiz cat. Keith was a guy. He was this cat. I mean, he was the cat well, happening just... cat. Backstage of the hood going, <laughs> hey, yo, yo. He was the showbiz cat. He was the cat who was most showbiz of anyone in the cast. I mean, he was the cat. And he was the cat that had a career, showbiz cat. And they'd drive him in. He'd be sitting on the <laughs> back of a convertible. And he'd be going, hey. So what's the showbiz cat up to? Well... I'll tell you one thing I'm up to is I'm working on my 20th Somebody better straighten out this fucker shit. Album. Your 20, 22nd? <laughs> for, for the year 2022. Ah. And what is it called again? I'm a, a, a chroma ding dong. Cover. Did you see the, the, the cover art? Yep. Hmm? Yeah, I mentioned. I was mentioning it. it's very satanic. <laughs> Dude, that's what I see in that. I see a goat head looking at me. Well, you know what? It, 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 yeah, there's a little like a little pentagram looking design. <laughs> yeah, but hello. In a cool retro seventies vibe. Cool retro uh, satanic vibe. That's what I was going for. This is not your mom and pop satanic <laughs> 70s album. Vibe, 70s. Oh so yeah. It's called Omicronica. Whoops, sorry, I'm at this. There you go. So so it's just more weird electronic music. It's nothing too and, special. And it's just your solo stuff, it's not C nine C. No, it's not C nine C, right? It's just me being me being me doing weird stuff. It's got actually it's kinda got a little bit of an industrial vibe on the first track. Cool. Can't wait. When's it? When, when's when's the shit dropping? Science fiction music down here. When are you dropping this? Um, it's probably like, it's probably gonna come out. Probably gonna come out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> on Bandcamp. I was really hoping you were gonna say, "Well, probably about ten and minutes when we get, point, when we're done with the podcast." Very cool. <laughs> Send me a link because I I got a. I'm yeah. gonna listen to it while I draw. Um, what am I All saying? right. No, oh, yeah. And what's up with uh, Shrunken? It's got a couple of fun tunes on it. Shrink, shrink waves and shrunken heads. 
Shockwaves and Shrunken Heads. Yeah. Why isn't there a new yeah, episode? I do an episode. You know, I haven't. You know, I, I, I interviewed you for your high dino toy, and then I haven't edited that together yet to put on the new episode. So, yeah, so, so how does anybody guy know too. about me? I know. I'm I, fucking... I want to promote your your cool skull guy. And we, we we just, when we do that, we recorded that like a month or more ago. Fucking you know? three months ago. I, I'm sitting over here swimming in a sea of mediocrity Jeez. and obscurity. <laughs> I'm waiting for the big push. I'm, wa- I'm waiting for the quote rub. <laughs> How am I going well, to become a star? Get it out there. I'm never going to become a star because you know, you're laziness. <laughs> I could have been so. something. The book of my life. What happened? I, already, I put out an album last month, too. What was the name of that one? Uh, that's called... The Showbiz Cat. Polychromatic. <laughs> it's called Poly... It actually has a subtitle because I made it a sequel to a, a jazz artist's 2011 album <laughs> called uh, Oblique One by <laughs> Tyshawn Sorrell. I love how you like take someone so, else's uh, album and make it a part two. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. You should do the wall yeah, too. That's totally what I did. I said, you know what? Th- this guy just put out an album called oblique one. I'm going to put out an oblique two. But then I thought, you know, I don't really want to get sued. I better give it another title. So Man, I, I wh- called it polychromatic. And I was, then I gave it the subtitle oblique two, you know, I was going to say ones that ever stopped you before. Yeah, you know, actually, this is probably the, if there's an album I could get sued for, this is, this, this is, is the one, one. <laughs> because not only is it an unauthorized sequel to someone else's album, which I mean, that in itself isn't really a crime, but <laughs> I, I updated the design that this artist did on his cover art. And I just made a better version of his <laughs> cover art for my album. And so it, it, it looks, it looks directly like it's a sequel. Like, you know, in a court of law, lawyers would say, no, you are, your album cover is way too close to his album cover to, to be legal, <laughs> to be allowable. There you go. Of course, I can always change an album cover, but <laughs> I mean, you know, if I get sued, I get sued, I guess. Call me up and uh, I, I need to whip me up some quick. Fuck you, attitude. The balls on my at, my ass to the world. Yeah, fuck the world. I just do whatever the hell I want, basically, as an artist. You know. Yeah, man. Me too. <laughs> I draw all kinds of boners now. Dicks, <laughs> dicks flopping everywhere now. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, <laughs> what else? <laughs> Um, I guess that's about it. I, I, I know there's other like podcasts and stuff that I used to promote. Um, I always forget things off the top of my head, but, uh, tales from the podcast, go check out that one. He does all, all different stuff too. Um, shit. Ch- oh, check out David Scavage's, uh, movies on uh, Tubi, um, Suburban Sasquatch, uh, Zombies by Design, Fungicide. I'm not sure if his other ones are on there yet, 
Um, those are the only three I've seen so far, but they're really fun. Really cool guy too. Um, what else? Uh, Dead Pit, Trick or Treat Radio, um, What Happened When, or um, um, hey, uh, what are the other ones? Grilling Jr. Um, any of the Conrad Thompson uh, podcasts. All right, so I guess that's about it. Oh, we should mention Star Worlds. If uh, any of you are ever in DeKalb, Illinois, step by, uh, stop by one two three four Lincoln Avenue or Lincoln Highway to a place called Star Worlds Arcade, run by a, a friendly group of gentlemen named Pat and Glenn, who are video game experts, arcade experts, arcade managers. And all around amazing human beings. Well, maybe not Pat, but Glenn's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, just check out their <laughs> arcade. <laughs> totally kidding. Um, what say you? What do you think about and, that? And Pat happens to be in our uh, our little band. Oh yeah. Oh, that little C9C project. That's also what I was going to mention. Is uh, I've been working on music too. We're all, we're all in it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know it's taking forever because, like, everything. I only have a certain amount of time, and then I'm just like, oh, I need to redo that. I don't like that part. Blah, 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 blah. You know, I want it to be good. I want my real C9C debut to be very good. I want you to knock your fucking socks off. I want you guys to be so jealous that you guys cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, what have we been fucking doing our <laughs> whole we lives? Just give up. <laughs> yeah. We just say, you know, you know what, Raven, you are C9C. I'm turning the whole thing over to you. Nice. It's all you now. C9C LLC. Yep. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's time to f- officially end the show. Let me play our outro music. Okay, and signing you, off. You, mean, you just mean for today, not forever. No, yeah. So signing off, I am Raven J. What do you people want from me? And the lunatic fringe, Ken Gage. Lunatic fringe. Good night, folks. <laughs> kind of fucked up in fact that picture that. that picture is from the tv show i like the space giants ah uh, yeah it's it's one of rodak's secret agents uh. who blows up in a phone booth well <laughs> so i i put that picture on a japanese license i found online and i just changed some information on it i had to go <laughs> and translate things